you for calling 101. We're connecting you to Cleveland Police. If you require an alternative force, press hash. You have reached the Cleveland Police non-emergency number. Your call is being recorded for policing, training and quality purposes. Did you know you can now report a crime and get advice on other matters online via our website at www.cleveland.police.uk? If you know the name or department you were trying to contact, press 1. For bail and custody inquiries, press 2. For property inquiries, including seized cash, press 3. If you need to speak to somebody about a crime or incident, press 4. If you have already reported a crime or incident and require an update, press 1. If you are reporting a road traffic collision, press 2. For all other reports, press 3. Wait while I transfer your call. Hello, Cleveland Police. Oh, hi. I'd like to report an incident that occurred today at um, Teesside Crown Court, please. Yeah, what type of incident is it? Um, we were there for a, a trial hearing. Um, yeah. It's regarding Mr Latif. We've made several reports over a period of nine years to yourselves. Yeah. Um, I personally have been um, assisting Mr Latif with regards to his cases um, and the issues with the council and with the police. Um, We've been in uh, the 21st of December, the 13th of January, the 14th. Uh You you need to be writing all this down in, in in the incident report, please. Yeah, I've got a pen and paper. Okay, 13th of January, 14th of January, the 1st of February, the 2nd of February. I also made a further call that was recorded and live streamed and shared around um, to various uh, courts, judges, police, etc. And that had a reference number. I'm just trying to bring it up for you now. Um, so you can attach the the reports to each other, because yeah. that'll yeah. just be helpful for you, won't it? Yeah, I'll cross-reference them. Perfect. Let me just get this reference number for you. Um, okay. We've got, so we've got a crime, so there's C6631, that's Rowena. Oh, bear with me a second. C6631. Right, sorry, I've got there. Here we go, here we go. CVP. Yep. 23. Yep. 0015745. Yep. Um, that was one of the reference numbers. Um, the, the officers, oh, here's another reference number. Yep. CVP. Yep. 22. Two two eight eight five six. Now, these matters are very, very serious indeed. Um, Mr. Latif has been trying to report very serious crimes and very serious criminals to you for a period of nine years. Okay. Okay. This evidence has been brought into you in person um, on the thir- okay. on the thirteenth and fourteenth. We've had discussions with uh, PC Kieran Chandler. Kieran Chandler. Yeah. Uh, and Kellum Chater. Is that a Helen? No, Kellum K E L L A M Chater C H A Y T O R. And there's a further DC involved, which is Natasha Vaughan. Yep. Now, 
The crimes um, are not limited to, but include child abuse, child sex abuse, perjury, contempt of court, uh, um, and following the meetings that we had on the 13th and 14th of January, Mr. Latif has received threats against his person for reporting said crimes and criminals to yourselves. Okay. okay? That yeah. evidence, that evidence in the format of text messages and WhatsApps and, att yeah. and attempted hacks of his email have all been emailed to Cleveland Police. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, further to that, we had not had any response. No one has come out to see Mr. Latif. No one has come out to see Mr. Latif regarding these issues in nine years years no one has come out to see mr latif since he came in and as a victim of abuse himself with e with evidence and discussed all of these issues which is very traumatic as you can imagine for any yeah. victim of any crime to come forward okay yeah. and have to have to do it repeatedly for nine years and have nobody uh -huh. listen and nobody yeah. do anything is very distressing in and of itself. Yeah, that's understandable. Right? So yeah. now we have a situation, right? So today, yeah. so in addition to the further report that I made on the phone, um, yeah. again, given, a, given an incident number, nobody came out to see Mr. Latif. And that was following his windows being smashed in on his car. Right. So now we've got we've had court today because the court case will expose very serious people and very serious crimes, which is what certain individuals in certain places do not want to happen. Okay. Right. Yeah. So we were in the court building today. Now, if you've ever been into that court, you will understand that there it is like a military airport style um, check in. So they make right. you take your shoes off, they make you take your belts off, they make you take your jewellery off. Yeah, so they make you take everything right. off, okay? And they okay. they go through yep. every bit of your bag. So we went in, they checked yep. Mister. They checked us all, they checked Mr. Latif, he's opened up every zip on his bag, everything. There was nothing in his bag, okay? Other yep. than his laptop and his, and his briefing documents, okay? Yeah. Yep. So we went through to court till lunchtime. OK, and we broke for lunch at, at approximately 20 past 12. Yeah. OK. Um, yeah. Th at this point, we were going out to go and eat at the cafe across the road. Okay. So half of us went off and then Mr. Latif and a couple of others that were the stragglers came and joined us. OK, right. what they did was they left rather than have to go through all the rigmarole going in and out with all of the stuff. They left their bags with security. Yeah. OK, yep. they left their bags with security, went to lunch. We all came back in. We went upstairs again. Mr. Latif was one of the last to enter the building. He went to collect his bag and he noticed that the zip. That which is always closed, yeah. was half open. Okay. He then, and then as soon as he noticed that, he was like, somebody has touched my bag. Right. So he then opened the zip, and inside the bag was a cut throat blade. A cut throat blade, All right. Okay. This was obviously yeah. immediately reported to the court staff. So we've reported that to the court staff. Mr. Latif has obviously come upstairs. He's feeling very, very threatened and very shaken by having found a, a you know, a proper, proper cutthroat blade in his bag okay. that has been right. put in, put into his yeah. bag when he has been out of the building. They, yeah. we told the security staff. Um, obviously, they said we weren't allowed to watch their CCTV. OK, right. they yeah. said that they didn't believe um, from the, their memory that uh, they saw anything. 
Um, yeah. And we obviously had to go in to start the court case. We informed the court clerk so that we could get this on record. We um, then the court clerk informed the judge. Now, no, he when he came in, the judge did not put it on the record in for the court transcripts, although it, you know, we we were all party to witnessing it being reported there. Okay. okay. When we came yeah. out at the end of the day, we went back down. Yeah. Um, to the reception, at which point they had they security now had said that they have bagged up the item. Yeah. Um, and that they had watched the CCTV because yep. obviously there's cameras in the reception there. There's lots of cameras. Uh -huh. So they'd watched the CCTV and they said that the only person that um, had been near where they had stored the bags, um, uh -huh. they, were, they, they believed was one individual who collected a bag and then left. So they were not part of right. our, our group and we have no idea who they are. They don't know who it is, all no. right. And obviously we haven't seen the CCTV footage anyway. But yeah, we're reporting... It wasn't, it wasn't their stuff, it wasn't someone you knew. No, yeah. Well, so it was unknown. Exactly. Okay. Right. So we're yeah. reporting this to you because now we are, we are very, very, very concerned because not yeah. only has this issue dragged on over a nine year period and nothing has been done, but since yeah. the involvement of more people who are and all of this, remember, I would like to really reinforce this is to do with children and the safeguarding of children in Middlesbrough. Yeah. And that's not one child, that's all children in Middlesbrough. Because this right. issue is a massive issue, and it is an yeah. issue, if you want to liken it to something, then liken it to a Rotherham or Rochdale, like where the paedophiles are different, but the crimes and the uh -huh. cover-up is the same. Right. Right? Okay, so, so today... So, the, 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 what, the essence of what I'm telling you is, is that Mr yeah. Latif... His life has been repeatedly threatened, repeatedly yeah. threatened. He is being repeatedly attacked. And all he is trying to do is protect children. And yeah. people who are in certain places, in certain organisations, do not want the truth to come out. And he is right. being attacked. And now, I'm sorry, but Cleveland police... Their one and only job is to investigate. You know what I mean? Your job is yeah. to protect. So would you like to submit a complaint against Cleveland Police then? I would. I do that for you I, yeah, first of all, I'd like a reference number for reporting that a that um, Mr. Latif's life has been threatened again today, um, yeah. by way of a a a cutthroat. It's something. It's not like a a, a small yeah. item. That is a serious. That is. Well, how would you take that? If someone put that in your bag. No, um, no definitely. Um, so. We will we'll cover the blade today, and then we'll go ahead. Are you are you wishing to make a complaint? Yeah, I want to make. Yeah, that? I want to make another right, complaint. So, yeah. So we'll start. We'll start with the um, blade today. So I'll just take your name, please. Yeah, my name's Hope, and it's Love. L O V E. Hope, love. Yeah. And date of birth, please. First of twelve, eighty-one. When you, if you imagine, yeah, you're a victim of crime. Yeah. If you're, a, if you're a victim of crime yourself, yeah, you're abuse. Yeah. And a man, and then your family is then abused, and then your children are abused, and you go, you have the strength, you find the strength from somewhere to fight yeah. for nine years. I know, yeah, police should be dealing with it, and um, that's and why today we'll, 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 um, we'll, we'll submit the complaint and go from there. But do you know how serious, um, I can't even express to you how serious this issue is. I know. It's, it's really oh. serious, it's real, I mean, I can't, I can't express that enough. Oh, I understand. Um, we'll, put, we'll, put, we'll get all the information 
down today and then we'll send it across and hopefully the um what what needs to happen? You know what I mean? How far are Cleveland police going to let it go before they do something? Are they going to let him, someone kill Mr. Latif? Is that going to be the line, or does it? Is it a few more blades and a few more bags, or is it his front window being smashed in, or is it something happening to his children? Um, I know all these decisions are made above my head. Like, I appreciate I that. I know. Look, I'm. I know. I know. It's not. Look, listen. I'm not. It's not your personal fault. But come yeah. on, that this behaviour is just not acceptable. It is not. No. It isn't, um, and I know it's not your personal fault. But all of these people yeah. have been involved for a very long time and haven't done anything and by not doing anything not only are they put in mr latif and his family at serious fuck excuse my potty mouth risk but they're also endangering children's lives yeah. by not stopping it and it's just it's not it's so it's criminally negligent is, is what it is i'm i'm just going to speak with supervisor i'll be back in one minute Hiya. I just spoke to my supervisor. Um, yeah, we're going to deal with it in two parts. First, okay. first we're going to address what's happened with the bladed article. Yeah. Um, so, so what, what, to Mr. Latif, what what relationship are you? You. I'm he was in court. Yeah, I'm. I'm just one of his um, team, basically, with regard um, the, is helping him. One of his legal part yeah. of his legal team. Yeah. Down, oh, that's no, can't. that's fine, absolutely fine. I'd rather you take it all down than not. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the, Mr. Latif's first name? Oring Zabe. So it's spelled O R A N G Z A O R A N G Z A B E. Correct. Latif. Latif. L A T I double F. Just one F. Alright, Latif. Have you got a date of birth for Mr. Latif?
today you and Mr. T Mr. Latif were um, at Teesside Crown Court. Yeah, so um, there was a, there was obviously there was a team he had a team of um, supporters yeah, plus his McKin. Legal team, yeah. yeah, yeah. So and we you, we we were at court with regards to um, this issue. Um, um, with the council and social services, because essentially uh, social services um have been involved in his life, and yeah. and they you know their children his children were abused as a result of their involvement, and yeah. also as a result of fabricated evidence that we can be can be demonstrated by social right. workers by social workers, and that okay, evidence yeah. that evidence was presented to the police. So he's accompanied today by the council and the social services. Yeah, well, just the councils. There were two people from the council um, in court, right. and then there was obviously um, our team of people uh, right. there. Okay, and yeah, as I say, yeah. we broke for. So that his his bag was checked by security, uh, as all of our all of us were. So we everyone had on to the, on the way in. Yeah, on the way in, they've got very strict security. You have to take yeah. your shoes off. You have to take, you know, your belts off. Anything that will buzz on the thing, and you have they go through your bags in very in detail. Like they've literally made our friends empty their bags out completely and go through every yeah. zip, open up compacts. You know what I mean? They they yeah. in fact they they took away people's items. For example, like compacts and stuff saying because yeah. it was you know it could be whatever, and they could collect it at the end, and they had receipts. Yeah. Right. So his bag was fully checked. That blade was yeah. not in his bag. He would, he, Mr. Latif is, is not a danger. He oh, yeah. would never do anything. He would never do anything of the sort that was not in the bag. He would, it would have gone off in the uh, the electric buzzer anyway when he went through. So there's, there's no dispute or no question that that was, there was no blade in the bag when we entered court. Right. Yeah, because we were all, everyone was checked that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't on anyone in our party. Obviously, court was right. busy today. Yeah. Um, so whether or not it's, it's something that has occurred. During uh, the lunch break. Uh, yeah, it's got to have occurred during the lunch break because we basically broke for tw about 20, 20 past 12. And the time yep. to be back was quarter past two. So there's a two hour, roughly a two hour window. So we twenty past two, yeah. Yeah, so from twelve twenty to tw to quarter past two. Twelve twenty to quarter past two. And you left the court at that point. Yeah, so we all went. We all put. Yeah, so there's quite a lot. You know, twenty or so of us, and some yeah. some people stayed in the cafe, um, but the the majority went out of the court building and across the road to the cafe across the road. Now, yeah. I, I some of us didn't have bags. Um, and, but Mr. Latif and his Mackenzie friend left their bags because they just couldn't be bothered to come in and out with the rigmarole of, you know, going through everything again. So they just thought it's easier to leave their laptops and their bags of documents, etc., with security, which they said was fine. Yeah, it was left in the car with security. Yeah, and the security put it into like this little, uh, like wooden shelf thing. Okay. They put it on a little wooden shelf. Yeah, in between this, in between the two metal detectors. In between two metal detectors. Yeah. Right. right. So, um, but obviously that item would, in theory, have beeped on whoever it was. You would have thought, yeah. well, you know what I mean, because it was a it's a yeah, metal like, item, like, so it would have beeped. Right. Yeah, because the metal detectors. Yeah. Right. So, but obviously the, 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 wood, the wood shelf thing that they put the bags in was on this side of the court and this side of the um, metal detectors before you exit, right? Right, right. Okay. So, Mr. Latif and um, his uh, Mackenzie friend were the last two sort of out of the building to come across to the cafe to meet us all. Yeah. So, they left their bags there. Okay, so then we've now yep, come yep. back in again. They were the last to come back in because they were smoking. Yeah. So they, they, the rest of us had been through and gone upstairs. We were waiting upstairs. They then came through, collected their items, but straight away, because obviously Mr. Latif knew how he left his bag and he's just very, yep. you know, very observer, observant. Um, and obviously because he's, you know, he is 
under attack. Yeah. Uh, and and that's dem- dem- demonstrable. And right. we and we have provi- and we have already provided evidence of that to the police, and nobody has come out. Yeah. Um. He noticed that his the zip on the back of his bag was half open. Yeah. And obviously there was also a bulge in the bag, at, the, at that back zip of his it's his yeah. like his briefcase basically. So he could notice that there was a bulge there, and he so he opened it in front of security because he was like, "There's right. somebody has messed with my bag." And then obviously this is before he'd seen the blade. Yeah, so he so noticed right. the zip was half open, noticed there was a bulge there, did it in front of the security and said there's somebody has messed with my bag. As, as he opened the zip, obviously he could see that there was only one thing in there and it was a cutthroat blade. No, obviously, in, in, it was the only thing in the back zip of the of his briefcase. Oh, yeah, so in the in the body of his briefcase oh, was yeah, all, yeah. was his laptop and his documents for court. Yeah. And but it was like you know it was you know when like a briefcase you get a back zip like it's just a little yeah, like, yeah. a little pocket. Like, like a main compartment, like yeah. A, a, a zip on the side. Yeah, yeah. So there was the o- the only thing. So there was nothing in there before. That's the point. Yeah. Um, and obviously he noticed it was half open, so he knew somebody had tampered with it, and then he noticed that the bulge was in the bag, so he said to the security, I'm going to do this here in front of you because somebody has been with my, somebody has obviously messed with my bag. Okay. So then he got... Did anyone touch the bag at that point? Yeah, Mr. Mr. Latif took it out of the bag and threw it in the bin, and he said to, he did it in front of security and said he was going to do that, because he was like, it's not mine, and I'm not having it, and I've got to get up to court. Yeah. Okay. So Mr. Yeah. Latif came upstairs, informed me what had happened, and I said, "Right, well, I'm going to go downstairs and speak to the security about it. If you, if the court needs to start, it needs to start." So I went down to the security um, guard and I said, "Right, I want to report this, and I want to yeah. see the CCTV footage." Um, now at that point they said, well, you know, we can't, we can't show you the CCTV footage and we know from our memory it was, uh, you know, nobody went near those bags. And I said, well, okay, that's from memory, but also there's lots of people that come in and out of here. And, um, you know, I was like, so we need to deal with this. And then just as I was kind of doing that, then I got shouted up to go back up to court. Right. So I contact as I as I walking up the stairs, I called another colleague of mine, who said um, that we should get it on record in the courtroom th- that this has occurred because that is a blatant right. threat against Mr. Latif's life. Yeah. In addition, you, you recorded it to the you reported uh, reported it to the court as well. Yeah. So basically, what so we obviously I they they they're all aware downstairs. Every, yeah. you know the people all the security there they were all aware then yeah. we went upstairs to the courtroom we went into the courtroom and as I said I had the conversation with my colleague on the way up who said you need to get it on the court record so when yeah. I came in I informed Mr Latif I informed his um, McKenzie friends and I informed the, uh, the, the other gentleman that was sat with on the legal team and we yeah. so they decided they'd go up to the court clerk Yep. And inform her to inform the judge. Okay. Because obviously we wanted we wanted to have that on the record that that had occurred yeah. while yeah. while yeah. we were out of the building and somebody is obvious that is a direct threat. Yeah. As is uh, by the way the the other the other messages and things that we have already provided Cleveland Police and they have not yeah. come out to see Mr Latif. Right. Um. So the, the blade at this point was put in the bin by Mr. Latif. Was yeah. that recovered by security? It was recovered by security, correct. So when we finished court for the day, we came out and we went back down to security, obviously. And they um, they said that, in, that they had um, bagged up the item. Yeah. They said that they had informed the police. They said that they had watched the CCTV and that there was um, only one person, I believe, from memory that went near the near the area um, to collect one bag and then left. All right, I'm just getting a start. 
That's that. I mean, that, that that's what one of the other teams. Given the time frame of twelve twenty to fourteen twenty. That's correct. Uh, so only one person went near that area during that time. Yeah, so that's the bag, yes, left. yeah. Sorry. So basically, yeah, our friend, our friend that was speaking to security, that is the message that was relayed to the rest of us. Is that only one, and, and, one and person. This person was not known to security or to any of you or Mr. Latif's. Well, uh, we didn't. Team. They wouldn't show us the CCTV. Oh, I see. They so wouldn't. You, you don't know that. Yeah, no, but it can't have yeah. been one of our team because obviously we were aware of who everyone that had came. And they yeah. were all in the court. <laughs> right, I see. So what I mean? Yeah, it was. It was not. It wasn't security, and it wasn't part of your group. Yes, correct. So we, we'll be able to um, get that CCD. Yeah, that's right. We will be able to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, have you got a reference? They have it bagged up. Yeah, they've got it bagged up. Do you say you want the reference number for this job? Yes, please. CVP? Yes. 23? Yes. 039? Yes. 713? Um, I think I've got all the basics down there. Um, can I just take your home address, please? Can I email address, please? Is that, is that the whole address? Yeah, I hope. And just your ethnicity for me, please. White British. But you understand, like, it's, it's more than just a threat against life. That could have gone... And completely, that could have gone... That could have gone somewhere completely different if Ranji had not have seen it the second yeah. that he picked up his bag and noticed that his bag had been tampered with. Because had he have walked upstairs and not noticed... Yeah, they might have thought it was the bit, it belonged to him and that he brought it. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. You see where I'm going? Yeah. You see what... That, it's yeah, just... Definitely. It's absolutely heinous. And it's just... It's just it's just another thing in a very very long list over nine years that has been done to this man and I'm I'm I just there are no words at this point like I just cannot fathom why why Cleveland police aren't doing anything and I'm going to be honest with you it feels very much like they're involved because. And no, it's, you're not even following your own police procedure. You're not following the APP. You're not following the CIPA. And you're not following the home account rules for recording crime. So right. those three things um, are on your own website on the College of Policing, right? So those are three things yeah. that you are l legally required to follow. Now, right. you haven't thought, um, it's not that, I'm just, these are things that you need to write down because... So Yeah. And then we're going to move on to the complaint. Okay, thank you. And I'm going to get everything about the complaint in that job. So thank you, I appreciate that. That, that won't let me save because it says it's an invalid email address. I've got at hope lcs. Oh no, no hope. It's hope.
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that was probably right. my bad. <laughs> Apologise. Right. So I'm going to send this one off. Yep, great. Thank you. I really appreciate your time. No, it's all right. Um, I've just got to put all your details back in. Okay. You there? I am, yeah. Oh. Just because your address is out of our area, I'm trying to get it to accept. But I I've, um, I've got it working now. Okay, thanks. <laughs> That's correct, which is actually against legislation. If you look on your, um, well, first of all, you have a you have a duty of care. Yeah. You also have a statutory. That's a statutory duty of care. You also yeah. have a statutory duty of candor, which is to tell the truth. Right. You also have to abide by the um, APP, which is the authorised. Police practice. You yep. also have to abide by the CIPA, and you also have to abide by the Home Accounting Rules for recording crime. Right. Now those are all. Yeah. Right. Um. All of that is. It's, can I just get the spelling of Mr. Latif's first name again? Yeah, of course you can. It is O R. A N G Z A B E O R A N G Z A B E. That's correct. And then Latif with one N. Latif. And just a date of birth again, because this is brand new, so what they want to see the other job out. Nine years. 
Yeah. Mr. Latif has been reporting incidents. Correct. Like such as threats against his own life. It's it, first of all he's been report first of he's been reporting child abuse. Um, he's been reporting child sex abuse. He has been. That's not. That's not just within his own. Um, with his own, um, not himself, but also, uh, things that have happened to his children whilst in supposed care of social services. Yep. And things that have happened to him as well. Yeah, things that have happened to him in his past. Um, the individuals involved in that, things that have happened to his children via social services involvement, and by social services involvement, I mean they've fabricated evidence and we can prove that, and we've provided the police with that fabricated evidence. And it, yeah. Yeah. And you're saying the police are not going out to these incidents, are they they're, going they're, out and they're not dealing with it? No, they're, 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 right, so obviously this is over a long period of time that this is, he's also yeah. gone through every complaint procedure as well. Um, and still nothing gets done. And ultimately, there are people in high places that are going to be named in in proceedings. Yeah. And right. it's it's opening a very big dark can of worms. And yeah. um, it's very scary for victims to come forward. Very very scary indeed. And this is exactly right. what this is what happens to them when they do. Yeah, they get threatened. Yeah. They get threatened. They get harassed. They get intimidated. They get attacked to silence yeah. them in any way, shape, or form because the the gale of the problem is beyond most people's comprehension and you wouldn't understand because obviously you're doing you're doing your job excellently by the way which is to take calls yeah you're not an investigating yeah. officer you know and this is a higher up the chain issue yeah i'll just pass it on to them i know that's what i mean so you're doing your job excellently but unfortunately yeah. the further up it gets passed when yeah. when when people understand the scale of it and who's involved in it and where it goes um, yeah. it, people get very very afraid because even the police because guess what well what's happening to Mr Latif is going to happen to whoever do, tries to do anything within the police force you see, see what I'm saying yeah, right? yeah so it's about um, protecting um, people who are coming forward with information that's correct right this is correct because this is this is intimidation this is these are real threats the person he's had messages from somebody who's just been released from prison for murder threatening him and I've sent those messages to the police and the police have not followed up they have not followed up with a call they have not followed up with a visit they haven't followed up at all and that is a that is gross negligence. Yeah, there's a code of practice yeah. when it comes to victims of crime. And no yeah. no one is following these. You are not following the law. And you are the people that we're supposed to trust to not only follow the law, but enforce the law. And neither of those... And I, I'm going to be honest, it's just not happening. It's not happening. So yeah. victims, victims, and this is nationwide because Mr. The Mr. Latif, why is he? Why is he a target? Well, here's why. Because he's created a a platform for victims, and victims from of similar crimes, i.e., sexual abuse, child abuse, via social services, with in yeah. in conjunction with councils and police. Are coming forward to him with information. Okay, right. and okay. this is how far it goes, and it's nationwide, and we're talking thousands of people. Yeah. And as I said to you, yeah. if you understand the scale of Rotherham Rochdale scenarios, uh -huh. then you what you really need to understand now is that that goes on in every single town and city in the entire country, and it's happening right now, and nobody is dealing with it. Or they're hiding it, or they're covering it up, and that's what that's what Mr. Latif is uncovering, in conjunction with right. in conjunction with many others people, by the way, and this is what they get. This is this is what the people who are trying to protect children, like Mr. Latif, and all yeah. the other people that are coming forward, all the victims that are coming forward. Why are they coming forward? Well, they're coming forward because they want to protect 
children. They want to protect all of the children everywhere. So Mr Latif has information regarding wide-scale child abuse. Correct. And the police, the police are not listening to him. Correct. I'll get that done. Right, and um, and all is he's... that within Cleveland or is that countrywide? He's he's had people come, and not just he's had people nationwide in this country, but also people from other countries. Right. But yeah, because he's, because because he's himself. He's he. Yeah, he's right. we we. There's a team of us, and we all we're all you know victims. Yeah. And um, we're all trying to help each other through this time because at the end of the day, none of us are getting anywhere with police. Have, have you got an um, address for Mr. for Mr. Latif? Uh, I need to check it. I need to double check it. Hold on a second. Give me two seconds. I'm just trying to find it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, TS17. And have you got a contact number for Mr. Latif? But obviously where, you know, this, as I say, you know, it's no different to what, you know, Rotherham Rochdale, the police knew about it and did nothing about it for decades, decades. They stood back and let children be raped by people that they knew for decades. Yeah. This is happening... Um. In every town and city in the entire country. Why are the people that we pay to protect and serve us, why are they not protecting and serving us? Why? Why aren't they protecting, you know, children? Hopefully hopefully by submitting this complaint, uh, it'll go to people and they'll realise... It's so serious. It's so serious. I can't, I cannot emphasise this enough. I can't, I can't, I don't even know the words anymore. I'm lost for words. I'm lost for words at, at at how people can stand back and let children be raped and know that they're being raped and do nothing about it because they're afraid of whoever it is above them. Yeah. And I just... I'm just getting this down, sorry. It's got to stop. It has to stop because not only that, this there's wide scale net trafficking going on under everyone's bloody noses as well. Okay, I'm just going to read um, a summary of what I've got from terms of the complaint. Yeah. Um, so you basically, complaining about the inaction of Cleveland Police going back nine years regarding I don't know how to pronounce his first name, Mr. Latif. Yep. Um, He's been reporting things such as child abuse, child sex abuse, things that have happened to both him and his children in the past. And others. Um, yet, and others, yet nothing is getting done by the Cleveland Police. Um, you state that people who come forward with information are not being protected by Cleveland Police. Correct. Cleveland Police are not following up with incidents. Correct. Following up with incidents with any action. Correct. Um, you state that Cleveland Police are not following the law. Correct. Um, have you have you listed the have you listed them? APP. I'll just, I'll let me list them now. So. Stuart, you've got a statutory duty of care. Right, one second. Statutory duty of care. Statutory duty of care. A statutory yep. duty of candour. You also have your oaths, which you're supposed to abide by, your own oaths. Our own, our own duties, of course. Yeah, correct. 
you're yeah. supposed to abide by what's known as the APP, which is the Authorised Police Protocols or um, Process, which is on the College yeah. of Policing. You're also yeah. supposed to abide by the CIPA, which is a piece of legislation with regards to um, investigation. You're yeah. also supposed to um, abide by the Home um, the Home Office Counting uh, Crime... Uh, sorry, Home Office Rules for yeah. cr Crime Reporting. Yeah. yeah. If you report a crime and nobody does anything about it for nine years, that is gross negligence. That's that's criminal. Yeah. It's not it's 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 not just negligent. It's not gross negligence. It is obscene. Um, and particularly when it yeah. when when it's got to the point where you you get in, you're going into a court building of all places and someone can slip a fuck excuse my putty mouth someone can slip a a, a, a cutthroat blade into your bag to try and what yeah. is it you know is it that's a multiple faceted thing it's that's a threat against your life that's saying that's yeah. that's telling Mr. Latif I can get to you whenever I want wherever I want even yeah. even in a court building um, yeah it's 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 serious yeah. and the police need to take it as serious and they need to realize they should be they sh they need whoever it is that they're afraid of with either within their own systems or within the systems around them yeah, that are, that yeah. are. I'm telling you for an absolute fact right here, right now, are actively engaged in the, this issue. This issue. Yeah. Um. Well, I've listed all of the um the organisation, the the duties there that Cleveland Police do claim to, um to have broken. I've got them all down. Um. Yeah, I've got. I've wrote pretty much everything. Okay. Everything you've summed up. Everything you've told me there. Okay. Um, this is all going to get sent to the complaints department. Yep. Um. The number yep. you contact me on energy one seven four. That's the best one to reach you on. Yep. Can I just take your email again, like, because, like I say, it's a new job. It was what was it? Right. Okay. Well. The, the bladed article has been sent off to the crime crime management team. Yeah. Um, they'll be in touch regarding regarding that matter. Yeah. This complaint is a separate matter. Yeah. So the, the bladed article, they'll be in touch within the next three days. Okay. The complaint takes a bit longer. That is two to three weeks wait. Okay. Um, is, there an, is there a reference number for it? Yeah, I've got the reference for the complaint is CVP. Yep. 23. Yep. 039. Yep. Seven two seven. Okay, great. Okay. All right, I really appreciate your time. No problem. Hope, um, thanks for calling. Thank you. Um, hopefully, I hope um, it gets resolved. Me too, babe. At the end of the day, listen, we're just we're just fighting for the kids. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but um, yeah, best of luck and all, and th uh, thanks very much. Thank you. Cheers. Bye.